Cause who the fuck would be dumb enough to reject an offer? Oh, what an offer now? Two, two, ten, one, five. Couple hours can change your life. Frank saying, Oh, what a night. What a night. What the fuck is a girlfriend? I'ma need advice. Maybe I should go outside so I could get a fucking life. I made a friend and she spent the night now. I'm in love and she remains in my life. Back when we spoke in Europe, I need insurance on my emotions. I can't get her Hello, everybody. Thank you for checking in on the first episode of Friends Till the End. This show is going to be a rotating guest seat with myself and a different person each time where we will have a general conversation about whatever it is that they feel like talking about. Uh, The reason I call this Friends Till the End is because I'm hoping to not only get to know some people I'm already friends with better, but also make some new friends in the process as well. Recently, a lot of things have been going on for me as far as uh, new projects uh, with podcasts and uh, new connections through networks. So what I'm trying to do is uh, incorporate a mix of people from different avenues of my life. Uh, Hopefully these shows will be bi-weekly, but at least once a month. 
and for now we'll still just come out under the feed of the who will survive podcast so we're going to call this who will survive presents friends till the end typically i'm going to introduce the shows with a brief monologue intro like this i'll tell you a little bit about the person who is in the guest seat what we're talking about and then uh, we're just going to drop right into the conversation as i am recording this ahead of time so today the show is with my good friend adrian carrillo Adrian and I have been friends for many years. Uh, We met originally through Instagram while we were doing toy photography. And ever since then, we just sort of hit it off and have had a really pretty good friendship. Uh, We don't always get to talk as often as we'd like to, but, you know, who gets to talk to their friends as much as they want to, right? We talked a lot about our, our early days of toy photography, where we started, what we we're doing back then what we're doing now uh, we kind of get into some of our uh, early influences and, and mutual friends but then both of us have found our way into the podcasting world we started to discuss a recent topic that had come up on a show he was doing about nostalgic movies and childhood movies that we grew up with do these properties hold up by today's standards or are they dated in some way are there flaws with them is there something that takes away from the value or is there something that adds to the value where you like the movie even more now than you did as a kid i guess we'll see what happens right these shows i'm going to try to keep shorter to about an hour an hour and a half Um, as you guys are going to see here that adrian is quite a good talker so him and i had a hard time keeping it just to an hour and a half. So I guess we'll see how the format goes in the future. But I really appreciate you guys checking this out. I hope that everyone enjoys it. Please give us any feedback. Uh, we're available on the Facebook group page for Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. Uh, you can find us on legionpodcast.com. You can find us on Stitcher. Uh, You can find us on iTunes through the raw, live, and unedited podcasting feed. Uh, Pretty much we're we're getting ourselves out there as much as we can, and it's just going to keep growing. So continue to be a part of that, but definitely get in the Facebook group page is the place where we really want to encourage the interaction with everybody. Let us know what you think of the guests and what they brought to the discussion. If you'd like to hear somebody in particular be on the show, obviously it has to be somebody that's within reach. I can't just reach out to like Tom Cruise or or Tim Allen or somebody like that to be on the show. I don't know why I said Tim Allen. The fuck? Who cares about Tim Allen, right? Anyways, this is uh, gonna be fun. I'm, I'm really excited about this opportunity. And we will continue to bring you the Who Will Survive Horror Podcast with myself and Marco bi-weekly. Uh, next week we have a good show coming up with the two of us doing some old monster movies. So that's gonna be pretty awesome. We realized we hadn't tackled any real monster movies and we hadn't tackled anything from the 70s or 80s yet so look forward to that and with that i give you episode number one of friends till the end adrian carrillo Right here, man, or men, or women, the whole crew, 
real fan. We could count the dough or kick up blow, but chill out watching videos or acting really silly, yo, but really though, all I could hang. Superstars are cruising in the trooper car. I really don't care who you are. All I really need is a friend. Yeah. Uh, if we can't have trust, then you can't hang with us. We respond to those who show respect with respect. We respond, we connect on the same deck, same intellect. My man, never shift these things quickly if you can't understand. We boys, we boys. We can stand on the corner with a hat selling toys. It ain't about your fans. I hope it ain't about mine. I be dissing in my freestyle rhyme, getting G's around the world. I can trust you with my girl, my man. We chilling at the jam, what's the plan? I'm not a yes man, and none of my friends are yes men or women. I'm driving, I see my beats, you get in. Where you fit in? True friends are quick to sit in the beginning of all trouble. And when your bankroll doubles, Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Still, I got my own space like Hubble. We can count the dough or pick up blow or chill out watching videos or acting really silly, yo, but really though. Stars are cruising in the trooper car. I really don't care who you are. All I really need is a friend. Cause don't nobody care about us. All they do is doubt us. Until we blow the spot, then they all wanna crowd us. Alright, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm excited. Cool. You know? Alright, so let's do this. Yeah. Alright, so um yeah, I don't know if you if you remember how long ago how long ago did you start your Instagram account? Oh, Jesus. What are we? Damn, we're 2018 now, Polly. Okay. Um what are we? Do do you mind if I call you Polly? Paul, I've been calling you that for years, dude. So, <laughs> That's fine. That's all good. <laughs> I think I'm the only motherfucker still calls you Polly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in 2018 I started my Instagram account 2013. Fuck, okay. dude. Four, what is that? Yeah. Four, four, I want to say somewhere around there for me too, probably like four, uh, uh. 2014 or 15. I don't remember for sure, but but I know that um, uh, way back when when uh, when we were both pretty much starting out, that uh, we kind of ran into each other pretty early on that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, you're right. I, th- I think you you had probably been on a little bit longer than me because I think you had built up your account a little bit more than I had, and I was just starting to build mine up, and then um, I. I just kind of started to get get good enough with like you know making some halfway decent toy photography that some of the <laughs> uh, some of the like more uh, people a little bit ahead of me were like giving me some respect and shit like uh, you know it's it's funny because to think back uh, pr- from like starting out and I mean I stayed pretty consistent with it and like I think you know I got better over time obviously but I mean I'm no like I'm no master or anything like I'm not on the level of like some of our buddies um like a sergeant bananas yeah yeah but motherfucker yeah Yeah. but i mean like i i I get that sort of same respect from a lot of people and i'm like it's it's funny to me to like think uh, um back to like when when i was trying to get people to give me sort of that same attention (laughs) and now it like feels weird i'm like i mean i mean you know my pictures are all right i guess like i'm real humble about it too and shit like so oh, dude, uh, come on now. Your shots come out fucking dope, dude. Right, come right. On, you got to pat yourself on the back every now and then. It's okay. No, I know. I just, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're like, you still remember being that 
that guy with like 200 followers that just met you <laughs> and like a couple of our other buddies and was like just kind of starting yeah. out just taking pictures with my with my phone like with my old ass like motorola smartphone <laughs> yeah well that's how you started off with with mm-hmm. the phone right right and i mean you could tell it go dude just go back and look at the pictures now i mean you could tell oh i know you know what what the funny thing was i think when we first met i i think you're one one of the first 100 people i started following i mean if you check my account now i'm still only following like 350 people or something like that right. um reason why one of the main reasons not not to be a dick or anything i just like to keep track other people actually, you know, that I am right. following, like, to pay attention to their shit. I yeah, like yeah. commenting. You know, I'm, if I like some dude and you did it, I want to make sure you know that I like it and I'm going to tell you how much I like it. And, right. and that, that's very important to me. Like, it, in life, it, mm-hmm. I think it's very important to do stuff like that with other people. You start this, this communication bridge, dude, and then yeah, it opens up for a lot. You get to know, like, personalities. You, it, it's just funny how everything works out. And I think I, I can honestly remember back that I think you're probably one of the first 100 that I, I actually started following. Or nice, in that, nice. in in that, yeah, yeah, it had to be in that. Um, fuck, dude. Now I'm thinking about it. That's five years ago, Polly. Holy shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit. It's been a while, dude. Yeah, I know. And the way it was funny. We came together by you know like mutual friends and. Hey, let's do this, this and that. And I right away I knew we were gonna get along, dude, because of your sense of fucking humor. Once once I throw out some fucking outlandish <laughs> shit, like like I always do, right? You know, I might of uh, something inappropriate might come out every other four <laughs> words or something. You know, it just depends on right. my mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I when I get the laugh out louds, or, or or especially though, you said something just like I did right after it. I'm like, yeah, that's my dude right there. He knows. He yeah, fucks yeah. around like. Around you, that's how I know right away I'm gonna get along with somebody. And shit, ever since then, Paul, we fucking we've always stayed in contact. We always, dude, we I think we shot our information to each other early in the game, like yeah, paid yeah. attention to what we were doing, following. And you're right, once you start noticing your your, your buddies stepping up their game and the toy photography, you want to be on that level, if not close to it. Because for me, honestly, dude, it's never been about the toy photos themselves. Well, now it is, you know. It, I ever get a chance get get around to doing toy photography sure. for you again it's always been about the collection you know i've always okay love to see what other people have other collectors other photographers right right i didn't think i, I mean when i had my instagram up i wasn't doing toy photos for a long as I, if you go back it's either something that has to do with comics or a picture of my collection i'm like hey look at this mm-hmm. you know i have this fucking figuring out to be many people have it oh sure. you fucking have to okay cool what are you doing with it holy shit you're taking it out in the middle of the fucking woods and putting it in mud and and sticking broken branches behind it and making this amazing fucking shot how do i do that shit right you know right. I take, it's something that rich every time rich says it or he used to say it, it reminds me you know you don't take your dirt your toys outside they get dirty i mean they're fucking <laughs> toys though that's what you do with them dude you know not right. hot toys like rich but so I never thought about it like that until I seen other people doing it. And I think that's one of the best things about fucking Instagram or social media, period, dude. You get to see what other people around the fucking world. Hey, I took are, my um, I took my hot toys Chewbacca to the beach and I blasted <laughs> him with sand. So <laughs> he's still got <laughs> sand in his hair. Were so. you fucking like, oh, should I do? Were you down yourself? Be honest, dude. I want I want your honest answer. Okay. Were you down yourself when you're doing it. Uh, no, cause it, I knew being sand, like it wasn't going to stick, like it was dry. So if uh, it was like some wet shit to get it into the hair, then I would have been more skeptical. 
But, but Paul, that's not a nineteen dollar fucking Marvel Legend, dude. That's what a two hundred and something dollar figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it was like two fifty or something, I think. At, uh, at I mean, uh, I, I was kind of on that mentality of like, well, I mean, it's a toy, so I got to play with it, right? And I wanted to get a cool <laughs> shot, so I wanted to blast him with some sand. So. But you're doing that because other people, you saw other people doing it. Like, this yeah, fucker yeah. has the ball, his hot toy out there. Mm-hmm. Why don't, and I'm thinking you, John, Johnny Bananas, because he's fucking doing that shit with all his fucking hot yeah. toys, fucking let, it doesn't matter. He just wants to get the fucking shot. See, I right. never really understood that until I seen other people doing it, dude. It's just like, here's my collection behind this glass case that I just right. stare at when I get from work and just, you know, jerk it to occasionally just to <laughs> make me feel good inside. But no, dude, when you actually got out, I'm like, you know what? This guy, like someone like Tarasi or, or uh, sure, Psycho sure. Ninja 47 Dave, yeah. they make their knees pop and their elbows and mm-hmm. it's double joint. What the fuck is a double joint? I thought only humans had that shit, but it's on my toy. Sure, like, sure. let me do something with this, dude. And and then that takes you back, Paulie. It takes you back to when you were a fucking kid, dude. Right, and right. you would not be afraid to get dirt on your toys, dirt on your knees, dirt on your elbows. Just have your have fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's collecting became more than a hobby to me. It right. became fun. That's yeah. what brought me back. It, it just made me want to take my toys back outside dude it made me just want to like i can fucking do with you guys i don't have to worry about breaking this toy it's only 20 bucks i can go get it again if it happens right but it, it just made me more adventurous with my collection Some, and i think uh, that's what it's all about somebody just asked me the other day if i had ever like lost shit um Ooh. like you know in the water or whatever um i mean i've, I've definitely like burned ones on purpose but just <laughs> you know all, all shit that was like cheap <laughs> Like, I burned it for the sake of getting a good photo of it. But, you know, it was like a cheap uh, three and three quarter inch star- stormtrooper or something like that. So it's like those things are oh, basically a dime a dozen. Yeah, but I remember you took your one of your Jason figures out and you lost one of his swords that came with it. Was it like that uh, ultimate Jason figure, I think, from NECA or something like that? Was it you that lost that uh, shit? No, I didn't lose anything from them. I mean, I've broken parts on them. Uh, okay, just because some of their accessories are like cheap and shit, I've busted some of the shit and had to re-glue it. But um, no, 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 I, you lost. I lost like a, I lost a predator in the water. Just like fell in the one time, it was super deep. I couldn't find them, or other like oh, weapons shit. and shit. I have. Now, uh, now you broke the figure trying to set up a pose for a shot. Um. Yeah. Or like trying to get something into his hand. Or. Oh. Um, you know, sometimes like. Uh, you're trying to like force something into their hand you, you break the gun or the knife or something or uh, yeah. but, i mean they're toys that, you know so yeah. you fuck with them and they get broken so still there, i mean there's a few figures in my collection where i just know better like that yeah. figure it's not only worth a lot it's about 20 years old now man i bought that shit sure. back in 2001 do i really want to try to make it uh pose in a certain way where it oh, might yeah, yeah. i'm no, not gonna I hear that. That. You know what I'm saying? So that that always creeps in the back. So I'm very careful what toy. If it's something new and it's and, and it's plentiful, yeah. Going up for for Ernie there on the shelves, right? I'm gonna fucking try whatever I can because if I pop a knee or so a joint pops out, of the head fucking cracks. I can go downstream and buy another one, dude. You know, <laughs> which sucks, but still, if you, if you want that shot, bro, you're gonna fucking do what you gotta do. Yeah. But yeah or it, light I'm some not, fireworks I, around it or. It, some fucking crazy shit like that, dude. Put it in which the water. I don't yeah. think I'll ever do. Put it in water. I, I'd fuck with. I've done water. I've done dirt. I've done mud. 
And I, it's funny. For example, this, let me tell you about this one time. I, I went out um, down by a theater or wash um, by my house where there's a lot of rock, uh, like little rock uh, dirt mounds and shit like that. Right, I'm like, right. man, I can do something like that. I can get the scene behind it, which is trees. You can see the mounds in the background. If I take a Wolverine, if I take a, a saber to something that says shoot me out in, in the woods or, or in this nature shot, one of those sure, things sure. for a good shot. Now, I'm, I'm doing this with a Wolverine. I'm putting him on. I'm on this hill. I'm making it like he's climbed up this mountain, right? And I get this pose where you're on top of that fucking mountain. You just climb the world. You're at the top. You want, you're where you want to be, and you relax. And it, it looks fucking great. Now, this is a funny part. Right. I took that picture. I posted it on IG. And the most comments, it was one of my highest like pictures of that year. It was like a, three years ago when I took that shot. One of the most comments I got is like, dude, all the detail you put on his boot, all the dirt shit, which I didn't realize it just happened for me sticking the fucking figure yeah, in the dirt. Right. Was it wasn't something that I did on purpose. But once I realized what it was, I'm like, holy shit, they're fucking right. That makes the shot look more natural, yeah, dude. It's like a so happy accident. A happy accident. And ever since then, I would take, uh, uh, what do they call ear swabs or, or a cloth where I can get dirt and make it look like he actually put in the work to get up you picture these scenes in your head paulie and it is it's just got to come out that that Mm -hmm. way now especially if that's what people are looking for dude so yeah when something like that happens it's fucking great dude so i that's why i want things i love about outdoor photography which is something i just got into years ago and just fell in love with then because that's that's always been your thing right the outdoor game you've never really had a dial no i i've i've like dabbled in very very basic indoor stuff but yeah it's always been outside just kind of the same thing i would see other people do something cool i'd go try it uh get you know positive feedback from it or whatever get some kind of joy out of it and uh you know i always liked the the experience for me of like going out finding the place making it work setting up your shit like taking the time to actually do it um it's just you know part part of the the journey to me is the actual journey to get there, you know? So uh-huh. it's, now, I mean, it's nice it... to have something convenient where you could just set it up at home or you could do it at night. Yeah. Um, but that's always just been the way that I've enjoyed it. When I try and do it at home, I just don't enjoy it as much. Yeah. I feel like I'm just doing it to do it kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I've always just kind of left it as like this thing that I go out and do. Um, yeah, and it's, I, I mean, it's inconsistent. I don't have a, a, uh, a great, like, I'll get a whole bunch of stuff and I'll have a bunch of shit and then I'll die down. I won't have a lot. And I just kind of, you know, filter through and do my best. Uh, but, you know, no one's paying me to put out stuff on a regular basis, so I don't have to. <laughs> so. No, but just this is one thing I'm asked. I got to ask. So do you, did you have, do you have to wait, like, to get inspired to go take a shot? Or it's one of those things where you're like. I'm bored. I got nothing to do. Let me get my camera. Let me get certain figures. Let me take a jog out to a certain secluded place where I know the shots gonna come out nice. How's it sure. work for you when you um, when you're doing that shot, dude? I uh, I have a few like regular spots that have a good enough amount of diversity that I like. I primarily use like four or five different locations um, and just different like areas of those locations for different looks and different time of day, different lighting and stuff. You know, makes a lot of difference too, but. Um, I, I don't pre-plan too, too much as far as, um, what the shots are going to be before I get there. Um, I do like, I plan out like where I'm going to go 
and then I try and just think of stuff that I want to use in that environment. Like you had said about Wolverine or Sabretooth or something. That fit. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a, a ton of superhero stuff anyway, so most of my stuff is things that I try and make to fit to something outdoors, uh, you know, horror movie stuff or, or oh, yeah. action oh, movie yeah. stuff or Star Wars stuff or whatever, so... Uh, but yeah, I just pack, it, I pack up a bunch of shit and then I just go there and I try to just get good stuff. And I mean, I might take 20 figures with me and I'll shoot pictures shit. with like eight of them. And then I don't, you know what I mean? I just, I just bring a whole bunch of shit and then whatever happens, happens when I get there kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I try, if I'm going by myself, I might, uh, have a little herbal refreshment on the way there to get inspired or, uh, or when, course, I, when I get of there. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but other than that, I, I just, I just kind of wing it pretty much. So, so you're not trying to recreate scene or scenes you've seen in comic books or in movies. Well, movies when it comes to some of your horror shit, I've no, seen some of that. Very, but, very rarely. Okay. I mean, obviously, yeah. like the the poses or or something like that might be inspired by just the way that you might think that a character would stand or act. But, but no, nothing's ever like specific, really. You're free balling pretty much. So, yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> no but do you do it as hey tomorrow i haven't took shots in a while tomorrow morning i'm gonna get up and go take shots is that how you work out or is it just like yeah constantly? most of the time i'll plan uh like once in a while i mean the summer is so much easier because especially being here it's it's light until pretty late in the summertime and like right now it fucking sucks because aside from being cold it gets dark at like 4 30 so, oh, yeah, but dude. but uh, in the summer it's light until like eight or nine o'clock. So, fuck me. Um, I'll just uh, uh, like if I get out of work early on the summertime day and it's just you know the mood hits me, I'll I'll run home and just grab you know five or ten things and throw them in a backpack and grab my camera and just shoot out to one of my one of my hot spots kind of thing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get something, but so sometimes I'll plan it. Sometimes I'll do it like uh just on a whim i guess you could say um, huh. i try to scout some locations but the problem ends up being just stuff that's too far away from my house and so oh. in addition to having to do all the work to set up in somewhere else then if i got to drive a half an hour to get there it's just like a whole fucking thing but but i do it sometimes but it's just too much for me sometimes and like a, like nice. over the summer we went camping, so I just took some shit with me and like there you go. I got you a go. couple hours to take a few shots with like some Ewoks and shit. And like, well, I mean that that works out because you gotta take advantage of your environment, dude. Especially right. if it's a spot you haven't been, or, or even if you go camping somewhere you're you're familiar with, and you're like, hey, I could take some fucking good shots out there. Let me pack up some toys. That I understand. Okay, I totally get that. For me, it's it's kind of different, dude. Usually it's, uh, you know, you know, I'm a big comic book fucking fiend, dude. You know, I'm all about my comics and shit. And there's something I'm trying to recreate, recreate there. So that'd be something that really grabbed me in the book. Uh, but then again, it, it that leaves real quick. For me, it's got to be something like a new figure. And I'm not trying to be the guy that I want to take that shot before someone else does. Sometimes I try to do that. It never really works out, dude. It's got to be like, just take them outside. See if you'll find a spot. See if you can find something they can work with, and then take your shot there. Right. But most of the times, especially when it comes to like the indoor stuff, when I because I have a few dollars I can work with, but when I get like a a package, like a, not too long ago, I got some from Henry Beltron. You 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 are familiar with Henry Beltron yeah. on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the best dial makers, great ACBA artist. Uh, shit, what's his IG name? It's uh, Henry Henry's... 715, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, great dude, great fucking guy. I've met him. I've known him for years now. I met him in real life. We've hung out plenty of times. Um, he sent me a package when I was like down. I think uh, my outdoor game was starting to get like, oh, there's only certain figures I could fuck with. I was in a rut. You know, it happens. It happens to us all, dude. You're inspired. You're getting the rut. You know what the fuck to do. And he sends me this sickle, this this simple package ball of just a few uh, walls, like broken down concrete walls, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of pillars, and some bricks. And that shit just lit a fucking fire under me, dude. Yeah, like, nice. holy fuck. It's funny how these little simple things can make you just want to do so much. And I think at that time, that same package came, uh, Felipe Terosity, who's like an hour away from me, he lives in Palm Springs, comes down and he brings his fucking dial. And it's, I don't know if you've ever done it with anyone else. Like, have you ever took, uh, went uh, and took photos with anyone else and done any tour photography with a fellow, with anybody from the community? I don't know if you've ever done that. Only but a that couple too, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very that rarely. too could be, yeah, it could be very fucking inspiring, dude, because you're bouncing ideas off of each other, and and then you get that input right where where you won't have to wait to post it or on your on, on your Instagram, right, right, where you're getting the feedback right away, like that that'll look good, dude. But try this and see, there it is. There's that fucking shot, y'all. That's something mm-hmm. that I don't have to hear this guy complain about once I post a shot. So doing something like that, having him come over at the same time, bringing one of his dialogue. Just, just maybe go on a fucking, I don't know. I went like on a, like a three week tear where I was taking shots every fucking day after work on my days sure. off, trying to do new shit, and loaded my fucking camera full of pictures. And then I think that's probably the last time I actually did any toy photography. But something as simple as that can inspire me. Mm-hmm. Where, where, you oh, know yeah, where, yeah. where it takes a lot for other people, or, or might might even take less for other people. Um, that's how I work when it comes to stuff like that. It, yeah. it, I'm talking about it because that's something I really want to try to get into. This I got to get back into my toy photography game, dude. Not not just to appease the people, the followers, my my friends who who actually like the shit I do. It's just something I've have a lot of fun fucking doing. And sure. to be honest, dude, I miss it. I miss it. I do. And I have more time to do it now than I did towards the beginning of the last year and the year before. For that my work schedule has changed for the for the best so i right. just gotta fuck get out there and do it now i just i just need that sparking and i'm waiting for something dude waiting for something well, but you, it's coming you I know what you gotta it. do is uh you gotta hook up with my co-host marco because ah. uh <laughs> there you go. He, he's been saying that he wants to get more into it especially you know shooting outside and stuff and seeing yeah, seeing some of the stuff that i do and whatever he wants to start kind of doing that a little bit more and he's not too far away from you isn't he no, he's up, up. I want to say up the hill for me, a good forty minutes. I, I, him, Ernie, right. uh, Josh Cheney's up there. All the guys from Sarlacc, they're all up there. Yeah, no, not too far. They they got to go down the hill. Or I got to go up the hill. Sure. They have a more desert feel. They have some. They got Lido Creek up there. They got a Bear <laughs> Mountain. They got some cool right, shit. Right, right. That if you want to, if your outdoor game could do fucking wonders up there, dude. Someone like Josh. He doesn't take advantage of it because he's all into the indoor dial sure. stuff. I don't think I've ever seen him do an outdoor shot. And all, we all know Ernie, the Fallen Fae, he doesn't take his toys out the package. Sure, <laughs> sure. He can't really do shit like that with his. Ooh, <laughs> and he has a great collection. Uh, but, yeah, for someone like Marco, especially if he wants to do something, dude, he has a great environment mm-hmm. to work with. So, Marco, if you're listening, dude, you have to take advantage of your environment. Yeah. I mean, that shit shit like that, you, you don't know what you're around until you fucking take a camera with you yeah. and take a walk. You got to go up and show him some stuff. That, yo, dude, I would love to go up there. It'd be a whole new world for me. Like, I, I do. I take advantage. Just, you know, my wife tells me uh, three days before we go, hey, we're going to Disneyland Saturday. I'm like, word? 
I could take advantage of that shit, you know. And sure enough, I pack up five or six figures, not too much, because you can lose shit over there, dude. Yeah. And it's like a big fucking playground, Paul. You you don't understand, <laughs> dude. It's dial ready. There's sure. a, if you want Star Wars pictures, there's a place for Star Wars. If you want to take outdoor pictures, there's fucking this and that. There's Fantasyland. There's pirates, and you can get a lot. Of, I mean, I've done shit where I climbed over the gate and snuck a shot, you know, because that's where the shot's gonna look good at from over there, not from where I'm standing, but fucking over there. So I'll do that, dude. I'll just yeah. tell my wife, keep five minutes, watch my back if security <laughs> comes, and I'll run the other way, kind of thing, right? <laughs> no, I, I I think they're so <laughs> they're so used to people taking pictures. It's not like fuck it. They're not breaking any laws. Let him just get his picture. That's fine. Cause I mean, the, here we go. I hope I don't offend anyone who who listen to you, Paul. But the Orientals do. They'll climb on shit. <laughs> fucking jump over this and then, oh, hey, yeah. can I get on to get that shot? Like sure, dude, jump up there. You know, with your little short ass. It's and their, then it's their ninja they, heritage. They can't help it. That's the ninja. It's in them, dude. It's in them. So <laughs> they get that shot. So I'm like, you know what? With the tourist. If they don't, dude, I'm a local dude. They, they're not gonna mind me doing the same shit. It's the only thing that I get. Of course, I'm pretty sure you've been through this, Paul. Is the stairs. The people are like he's on the floor in his stomach taking a picture of a fucking toy. Like, yeah, dude, it's what I do. It's fucking fun. You try again. Get out of my way. So kind of thing like that. No, I'm really not a dick about it. But it, you always get the questions. You always get the awkward stares or the what the fuck is that dude doing? But then there's a few people. I mean, I think toy photography has, has reached enough people where they know what's going on where they see something they know a friend sure, who sure. does it or, or something like that. but i every it doesn't fail every now and then you still get the stairs you, you still get the questions and i'm pretty sure it's happened to you you got stories from me i know that's happened to you dude oh yeah 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 i had a where it's um, like oh, i had a old lady that um i was i was by the river and uh she was like watching me she was like what are you doing over there and i said oh, i'm just taking some pictures and uh <laughs> she kind of like went away and then she saw me getting in my car afterwards and she was like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you, but I'm actually from out of town. And like, I saw like you had some, some little like people or something that you were taking pictures of. Like, I was just curious what you were doing. Cause I never saw someone do that kind of stuff. So then I like, I got my phone out and just showed her some of like my old pictures on Instagram and stuff and kind of explained to her what it was. And she was like, Oh, that's, that's really great. I've never seen that. That's like such a great, you know, yeah. Um, you know, it's just like a fun hobby and whatever. And so it was just kind of funny that this, you know, maybe 60 to 70 year old woman had never seen it before and was curious. And I showed her what it was about and she was kind of into it. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, cool, it's a, it's a fun, I mean, it's weird for sure, but then when you show people what it is, then they're like, Oh, okay. I get it. Like, you know, when you're like, Oh yeah, I take like scale photography of toys and they're like, <laughs> well, like, well, but why? And then you like show them. Oh well, I get it. So like you're kind of making it look like a real thing. Like you're, yeah. You know, you're scaling down to make these uh, these toys look like something. And uh, that's I, I've been using some of my old pictures just for like our podcast uh, header picture or whatever the hell it's called. So. Well, I've seen, I seen. I noticed something recently, some... Paul, where you're at a. What were you like at an art venue or? Can you speak on that a little uh, bit? If you just had at a, it was like at a comic book store, a local comic show. Okay. Um, so you set up shop. Can you tell me? Yeah, no they were just uh, they they do like an artist showcase thing. It's ah, nice. Um, it's just kind of a simple like you know, there's a couple tables in the corner, and uh, you know, you can set up there and you keep a hundred percent of whatever you sell. So. Oh, so if you don't mind me asking, how'd that work out? Was it? 
a good showing where people asking questions how'd that go dude yeah i think for the first time and for being really terrible weather um and not like a ton of <laughs> advertisement it went pretty well like i had a bunch of my friends and family show up but nice. um, there was definitely people that just kind of came in and and like there was people that came in and checked it out and like asked a few things or whatever but didn't buy anything and there was people that came in and checked it out and then like bought a picture so oh yes right you had prints right prints right. right yeah i did oh, like some nice. uh some small like planner calendars and um and just a couple different size printed pictures so uh nothing like too nice. crazy just like smaller stuff mostly but did you get anyone familiar with what you were doing or have they seen it before do you get anyone like that um I think anybody that, like, didn't really, like, know me or whatever seemed like they hadn't really seen something like that. Like, the one lady bought, um, she bought a, a print of what was my favorite picture from last year, um, and she was like, oh, that looks really cool. And she's like, this is, you just did this with, like, action figures, right? And I, or something, something like that, right? And I said, yeah, um, and it was, uh, it was a picture of, uh, Ripley from Aliens, the you know the Ripley and Newt set that NECA put out. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, so I had yes. I had them with me, um, but I, the picture was that Ripley, and then I had just like a random alien figure, a xenomorph like in the background, and then I had uh, like like fireworks like blowing up behind them, so it was like focused on Ripley like she was running away from the alien, and there was an explosion in the background. Yeah, um, I'm familiar with that shot. I didn't know you use actual fireworks in that motherfucker, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, so those ones, uh, they, you can keep them pretty far away that they're not in too much danger. But sometimes I'll just put it right on the motherfucker and just burn them. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that shot, baby. Trying to get right. that fucking but shot. But I, I didn't want to yeah. burn Ripley, so I cut a little further away. But yeah, the lady was like, you know, oh, is this just like action figures? And I said, yeah, see, I, I have the one I used right here. Like, I brought a bunch of shit with me that was in the pictures I was selling. So then I could show people, like, here's the Chewbacca that's in this picture. Or here's the Ripley. Here's the Jason, you know, whatever figure that I had with me to show people. So and she was like, oh, that's great, you know. So, so I think there was definitely some exposure to it. And I'm going to try and do a show in the summertime where um, it's it's you know a little better foot traffic and and stuff at that time of year just i mean it was like uh under 20 degrees and uh, like there was this massive snowfall for like an hour and a half during the middle of the show Oof. and so yeah well, it was but, a nightmare but then again dude you think about it you're doing it in the comic shop so there's gonna be people walking in that comic shop who are familiar with the property so right. that's i think a big plus that i think that's some that's smart dude for you to do it in a place like that where they're gonna see stuff they're familiar with. That that's great, dude. I'm I'm glad you fucking did that. Yeah. That's fucking dope. I know. No, my my I girlfriend told me I I have to get uh, I have to actually get more like superhero pictures printed out <laughs> since I'm in a comic book shop. She's like, all you have is yeah, like dude. Star Wars yeah. and horror and weird shit. So, which would work if you do like a small con? Have you ever thought right. about that? Yeah, you know, we talked about that too. It's uh. Yeah. You know the thing is just money. Like you gotta you gotta buy the table and then hope that you make your investment back. So it's a gamble, yeah. you know. Yeah. It then again, yeah, it really depends on the con. Do you want to go right off the fucking bat? Do a fucking con that they're doing at a outdoor flea market or some shit inside a mall or right, you know, something right. not too bad. 
Well, you'll well, get some, some of those. Out. You got to spend, you know, twenty-five to fifty bucks just to rent the table for the day. Oh yeah, yeah true, 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 true. Plus, pay I mean, some shit some out. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I guess we'll see how it goes in the free ones and build it up from there. So yeah, dude. If I really well, want I'm to, but I'm, that's I'm the other thing you... is I I don't really like super hard commit to it the way like someone like Johnny does, where you know he's out there putting in work and trying to get better. Like I just kind of do it casually, so. Oh, dude, better is like an understatement for fucking Johnny Wu, because dude, I, I think when I meet, I met him earlier, like real early in the game too, when he was just taking shots of. Yeah, his, me too. Remember, dude? Remember? Yeah. Day? <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I was I was one of his like earliest friends for sure. Oh, dude. When he just had sure, like I crappy think... Ninja Turtle figures, yeah. like <laughs> doing skateboarding on the sidewalk and shit, yeah. like. Some simple dude, or just a, a shot yeah. of his collection, like we used, to, like how we all started, and something inspired him to go fucking above and beyond, and he's yeah. doing great. I'm fucking happy for that dude, bro. He went I'm fast too. It was like, oh dude, like it was this. like amateur, like amateur, and then it was like, whoa, who, Fuck what you. happened? You yeah. got somebody else taking your pictures now, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, I can only. It's it's funny when when you talk to him about it. And, you know, Johnny, you know, he's a sweet fucking dude, but right, he gets a little right. awkward about it still. But, I mean, you, he's proud, dude. I know he is. He's proud of himself. We're all fucking proud of him, dude. He knows he's doing fucking fantastic things. Even if it's not uh, a way, if he's not doing it for a way to make a living, he's fucking having so much fun with it. And oh, I yeah, think yeah. that's the important thing to take away from it, dude. Mm -hmm. He's loving it. Yes, you know, yeah. why, why else would you be doing it if you didn't love it, dude? Sure. But, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's. It's a fun hobby. I mean, it's cool because so many of us like you and I and, and Rich and whoever had met through that world. And then we all kind of evolved into this podcasting yeah. world and movie reviewing world oh, and, and uh, pop culture review world. I mean, you guys do more pop culture and TV and, <laughs> and that type of stuff with, uh, you know, the RLU weekly shows and stuff that you that you show up on sometimes. Oh yeah, um, and then I I went on there a few times, and that's like that's not my world, so that one's hard for me to uh, <laughs> to contribute so much to. But uh, Rich is always like, "What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just heard about it right now, so this is the first time I'm hearing about it." So. <laughs> no, but it's funny how we all just gravitated to this meeting. It's it's funny. I mean, we still right. love our toy guitar, still love our collection, but oh, this yeah, is yeah. something. To, to 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 actually conversate with someone who who has as much love and admiration for the stuff we're fucking talking about, mm -hmm. it's great, dude. It's like being with your buddies and hanging out for a few hours. Sure. When we fuck talk, it's a few fucking hours, dude. Yeah. And and you're fucking on the other side of the country, but it actually feels like you're right here next to me. And that's one thing I love about this podcasting right, shit. Right. It's just, god damn it, dude. If if, if I if I thought and toy talk was fun and I love it, dude. I love this just as much man i don't yeah. know it's, it's 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 something that i don't use for an escape it's not something that i i gotta do to get away it's just something i like dude. i love talking to my friend dude i consider you my friend rich johnny felipe dave oh everybody i'm talking to, i consider you guys my fucking friends dude right, right. it's just you guys aren't here with me every fucking day or once a week it's like like i said you're on the other side of the fucking country right. but for us to conversate like this dude get together and do this mm -hmm. it's fucking great dude i love yeah. it i love it man well, it's a it's a good way to um, 
just kind of learn about other stuff too because it forces you to have to pay attention to other things and, oh yeah and sort of follow what is going on especially you know what you guys are doing where it's you know you'll go and see the movie right away and then have an instant reaction to it and that type of stuff so uh, yeah yeah well, well let me bring up an example real quick um sure. uh, a few weeks back uh where you and marco did the the creep breakdown right right never heard of these movies never they were never on my radar okay and I know when I'm listening to you guys, you guys are going to bring me some fucking heat. Something I'm absolutely going to be um, interested in. Sure. And I listen to it. I'm, I'm that type of dude. You, you can spoil everything you want with almost every 99% of the properties out there. dude. There's maybe like fucking nut hair worth of property I don't want to shit about. Sure. But something like this, I'm like, okay, I can still watch it and enjoy it. It sounds fucking great. Mm-hmm. But the thing I got out of it, which I thank you for recommendation, guys. I fucking love that, that movie. Nice. Uh, was sitting next to my wife and seeing her fucking reacting when that shit went down, man. <laughs> that is like, I'm like, fuck, I got to fucking thank you guys when I get a chance to because that shit was fucking great, dude. Oh, that's good. Seeing her, oh my God, when the when the axe comes down on dude's head at the end. I know. Totally caught her off surprise. Like, she had no fucking idea, dude. I knew <laughs> what was coming. The movie was still fucking great for me. Sure. but And I... I still enjoyed it just as much. If I mean, I would have got the surprise she did, but I lived it through her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so no, awesome. yeah, do something like that. Yeah, that's why you're right. We we get some different listening to different me to different stuff podcasts, bro. And that's another thing that makes this shit great. I mean, like you, you like you said, you're not big on the pop culture shit, but I'm pretty sure you hear something that you're like Rich and I talk about, or or, or Ernie and and, and, and uh, fucking Johnny and Josh yes. talk about, or yeah, what yeah. have you. You're gonna be like fuck that sounds interesting mm -hmm. not really on my radar but let me give it a shot and then oh, you yeah. make your own opinion after you watch the shit from there dude. Yes. that's one of the things we love about this shit dude yeah yeah and i think uh you know there's a there's a good place for everybody where uh you know you guys are more always going forward where you know with what marco and i are gonna do is a lot of going back and then going forward then going back then going forward so <laughs> uh, you know we we um, we haven't done too many old movies yet, really, but we want to get into uh, covering some older stuff in the future and some of the stuff that's more uh, more important to us once we kind of get uh, a good grasp on what we're doing with the show all together. So, uh, but now you're saying old, like we're talking like 40s, 50s old. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, but I mean, even here. just you know, getting yeah. into the 80s and stuff that's important to us, like the 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 classic horror movies, like the you know, the the stuff that would be like in your top ten movies and that type of shit. You know. Oh yeah. Now you know I'm 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 not no one to get to get in the way of what you guys plan for your future show. But sure. if I could just throw something out there, and it's something that that you know when Marco brought it up in his top ten, really really sparked that in me. I'm like, huh? If he's a fan of that Frankenstein movie, how's he feel about the rest of those original, the Dracula, the the boy who cried, cried werewolf, for yeah, her. yeah. You know the the bride of Frankenstein versus all that. Which, like, have you guys ever thought about doing a show just concentrating on those movies now? Um, it hasn't uh, it hasn't come up as an idea yet, but it's out there now. We uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The the one thing that we did say was anything from either of our top tens. We were gonna wait um, until we got till like maybe past. 10 episodes or something before we thought about covering any of them. Oh yeah. Uh, just we wanted to try and focus on more th thematic type things. Like we did the, the bad Christmas movies for December or, 
um, you know, whatever, just so something to be relevant to the season, I guess, or, or to the times. Uh, like our last one, we did, you know, the ninth movie in, in horror franchises to go along with the Star Wars. So, um, you know, just the, that type of stuff, just to have some fun with it and do whatever. But we definitely want to start covering some some more uh, 80s movies and 70s movies and whatever. Just oh, yeah. kind of those oh, yeah. those uh, things that you grew up with, I guess, right? Oh, okay. See, when you talk about shit like that, I think I brought this. Uh, I, I talked to you about this before. I'm a huge fan of the monster movies. I fucking love them, dude. Sure. You know, uh, some of them might not hold up like they did when I was a kid, you know, like the Howling series or, you know, something like a Silver Bullet, which I still fucking love to this day, uh, or something like the fucking Monster Squad, which was fun, but still has some of the best looking fucking monsters we've seen on screen. Even if you go back right. and watch that movie now. You're going to be like, holy shit, for that time, for that well, 89, 88, 87, whenever that fucking movie came out, Monster Squad, that werewolf looked fucking awesome, dude. It yeah. beats out a lot of werewolves that they're trying to put out today. Now, that's something that, I've, of course, I've always been interested in, dude, mm -hmm. the monsters. I've never been the, the, the kid who was scared of the monsters. I love the fucking monsters. Sure, sure. Now, when you talk about the, the real shit, like the demon possessions and shit like that, that's where you find me hiding behind the couch. Or in the hallways with my head sticking out. <laughs> right. That's when I'm doing shit like that. But the monsters, I just there's a soft part of my heart from them, dude. Yeah. How you feeling about those fuckers? Um, that's uh, that's funny because I th I think uh, Marco and I were just talking about that we haven't really done too many. We haven't talked about many monster movies yet, so uh, I think we're gonna shift uh. into uh, into some monster stuff and some foreign horror <laughs> next. So just a little sneak peek there, but uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I can't um, wait, dude. Yeah, I, I like monster movies. I don't have as much exposure. Like, more of my horror stuff has been, um, I guess, more focused on realistic type of things, I guess you could say. Or just things involving more human-esque type of horror. Whether it's, a, you know, a slasher where maybe you would say, like, Jason is not really a, a human human, but he's a humanoid creature, at least. As opposed to, like, yeah. a giant you know godzilla or something like that is definitely uh, not a human so but um it didn't, it didn't i've gotten into more, that more monster stuff so yeah there you go there you go and this, this is something <laughs> i found i found um interesting when i heard you talk about it you got into horror movies late in life right where were you like yeah, yeah. an adult all the time so yeah i'm interested what were you if you're a fan of any kind of movies before that what were you really into back then like comedies and shit because i don't see a paul watching Dumb and Dumber ten times a fucking year. Like, what kind of shit were you into, dude? Uh, Besides, well, before I mean, you found this horror shit. Yeah, growing. I mean, growing up as a, a like as a teenager and young adult, I, I actually was more into comedy. Oh um, shit! Look at that. Just, uh, I th I think it was like because of the time and because I was really into like partying and stuff. So it was one of those things like you could watch funny movies with your friends and fucking you know get fucked up and laugh at everything and learn you know repeat the lines of the movies over and over again and <laughs> you, you know that kind of dumb shit you do with your buddies um so it's like it was i never like had yeah i never like had friends that were into horror when i was a kid ah. i watched a lot of stuff like i had watched like the shining and i had watched uh uh, uh you know some of the the older more child-friendly stuff like Ghostbusters and Gremlins and shit oh, like okay. that. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for some reason, I saw The Shining like super young, and then 
like still liked it even though I'm sure I didn't understand it when I was like nine or ten years old or whatever. So, oh, I, I have I can explain that, dude. It's if I, you think about it, I the showed it to my was, kid too when he was around the same yeah. age. So. <laughs> it's one of those movies that was always on TV. If you if you think about it, yeah, the Shining was always on TV as a kid. So were the Gremlins. Yeah, Ghostbusters and shit like that. I mean, we mm-hmm. own the VHS copy. Um, for you millennials out there, just Google it. You'll find out what VHS means. But uh, <laughs> Unless you're we, a hipster, we then to, you're all into VHS. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all you got. But no, dude. That, yeah, a lot of those movies I, I was I, I saw on the television, you know. Sure. We never really went out to go see horror movies, especially in, growing up in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Well, 90s is when I started getting my teenage years. I went and did the shit, like you said, the funny movies with my friends. The scary movies weren't really, I think they were kind of burnt out by that time. If, okay. If you remember, they weren't shooting out. I mean, we'd probably get one or two horror movies a year. Okay. Three at the most. Yeah. But well, that, when I was growing right. up, was, too, I was I was yeah. super into action movies. Um, there you go. But that was, I mean, that was the peak. Because uh, I think we're both around the same age, right? Like, I yeah, was, yeah, I was born in 79. So... All through the 80s was kind of like my younger childhood years. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so you grew up on, a, on Stallone, on Schwarzenegger, yes. and on yeah, John yeah. claude Van Damme. And yep. remember movies like Lionheart and Cyborg, dude, yes. and shit like that. You know what? And, I, and I'll be honest with you, dude. I have not seen any kind of those movies since I was a fucking teenager at the most. I don't think as an adult, I never revisited any of those fucking movies. Yeah. Have you? Um Yes, I I've been rewatching oh, really? a lot of stuff, but with my with my kid, I've been showing him a lot. But I um, it's funny because some of the ones you mentioned, I was like, oh shit, I didn't think of of any of those. Um, <laughs> you and I were talking about this kind of before, so I had actually, um, yeah, I had, I had kind of gathered a few uh, ideas of of movies that were uh, stuff that I grew up with, but then I had revisited with with my son. Uh, uh, the, when you said John Claude Van Damme, it made me think of that we rewatched uh, Bloodsport. Like oh, I hadn't seen it forever. I watched it with my son, and we were like, "Dude, that movie fucking rules!" <laughs> and we ended up rewatching <laughs> it again. So, Bloodsport, I think it, it's one of those movies, Paulie, that so will good. never get old, dude. Yeah, it's, it's so, so fucking good. Even with with his how bad fucking John Claude Van Damme's English is, mm-hmm. it's so fucking bad, dude. You, well, see, as a, see, that's the thing. As adults, that's the kind of shit we fucking pick up on. And as let's be honest, movie reviewers, we uh-huh. we we fucking pick a shit like that now. Where back in the day, we didn't give a fuck if it was cool. Right, it was right. cool. We didn't worry about people's accents. It's just fucking cool. But you're right. Watching something like that still holds up, dude. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't. I let's see. With my kids, I I don't think I've ever been like, I've haven't shown them the action movies. I was showing more of the, not really horror. But something like a gremlin, something like a Back to the Future, which I guess would kind of land in action movie kind of mm-hmm. thing. And those movies still pretty hold. They 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 pretty much still hold up to this day. Right. But dude, try to watch like a what's a good one? Like I mentioned not too long ago, the Howling series. Yeah. They're not good to watch anymore. They're not fun to watch anymore, Paul. I'll be honest with you, dude. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. A lot of that, what I felt as a kid, that cool factor is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the bad things about being a podcaster and talking about stuff like this now but i can live with shit like that you know what i'm saying right. as long as i can still experience a cool like you said like a blood sport dude yeah i mean what else did you make did you sit down and watch with him dude all right um so we have watched i i had talked about et not too long ago when i did the halloween episode with rich and marco 
Um, we watched that not too long ago, and and that one definitely still holds up. Um, I think you know these these masterpiece movies like something like an ET, they were made to be sort of timeless, where yeah, there's some some old technology and some old clothes and whatever, but it doesn't like take you out of the movie so much. So it's now, it's, it's still you know everything resonates, all the the messages are there and stuff. So now I got to stop you right there. Okay. And I'm gonna drop a bomb on you. Okay. Okay. But don't don't judge me for this now. Okay. To this day, I have not seen E.T. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I remember seeing parts of the movie, Paulie. Like, okay. you know, I'm passing by, watching the, the Reese's Pieces scene. Or sure, maybe sure. that's just something that's stuck in my head because it's out there, um, you know, in the world now. Right. And I just remember the, the bikes flying, shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually sat down as a kid or as an adult. Mm-hmm. And watch that movie. And my wife would tell me all the time because that's one of her favorite movies growing up, right? Right. And I think she introduced our youngest son to it. Sure. But it's just something. It, it's not that it. I don't know if it's. It looks fun, dude. You mm-hmm. know. Right. Yes, right. But I, I miss that opportunity to enjoy it. If if you if you get what I mean. Right. As a kid, and I don't think it would be the same kind of feeling by watching now as an adult. And as an adult, right. Maybe you can change my feeling about that. You've seen it recently. What do you think? Should I give it a shot? Uh, I think, I mean, if you like other movies from that time period, like it's gonna, it's gonna click for you. So, you know, the stuff that is from around there, the, the adventure movies like Goonies or like uh, Gremlins or something. How about like if I was a fan of Flight of the Navigator when I was a kid, well that, was it kind of the same kind of, you know, Uh, I don't don't remember Flight of the Navigator too well. Holy shit. I know well, it, but never... I don't remember it as well. But, okay. But okay. Yeah, I See, think. I mean, I think it would be worth giving it a shot if you, you know, if you wanted to just, I guess, put the put a pin in it so you know, be done with it. But uh, I, I think. I mean, important. for me, like it's it's uh, it's still effective. It still works for sure. Okay. Okay. See, that's what I've been told, and it's on my Netflix. It's right. In our in our what's that called that watch slit shit that. Right. Um, yeah, the queue or there, something. the queue, and I'm thinking like on a Sunday, on a lazy <laughs> Sunday. But Paul, you know, you like you, I'm a huge football fan. Even right. though our fucking team sucked this year, there's I still enjoy watching footballs on Sunday. And I always tell myself, ah, I'll watch it after the game's over. But then something else comes up. Whatever. It's, there's something that's always in the way. Doesn't want me, but hope maybe i'll sit down and i'll enjoy the movie for what it is because everyone's always telling me dude you gotta watch this fucking movie sure. even though it's three years after the fact you might still enjoy it for what it is and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll you know i'll take people for their word dude if, if it's right there i'm not gonna spend any money it's not gonna hurt what is it like a two-hour movie at the most uh you know? i think it's right about two hours maybe like a yeah. just a few minutes under or something but yeah see that's not gonna kill me dude you know so no, you know no. what i'm not I'm gonna give it a shot, and hopefully, uh, if um, when we talk again, I'll I'll revisit that that experience with you, dude. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's funny you said about about football. Um, isn't your team <laughs> your team is Miami, right? Oh yeah, dude. We're we're rivals. Right. <laughs> well, well, so, well, so you guys actually helped us make the playoffs for the first time in like yeah, 18 I, years or whatever. Well, it's not that we helped you, Paul. It's just my team fucking sucks, and yeah. you guys. <laughs> that, that's pretty much how it went down. Yeah. What was it? Uh, you know, we had a little fighting chance towards the end with this 
<laughs> quarterback who just they just threw in there. Oh, actually, the kid looked good. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Sure. But are we winning Super Bowls with this guy? No, we're not winning Super Bowls with this fucking kid. Maybe, maybe he's the next Tom Brady. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. But sure. This year was a shit show for my fucking team. Now, now I'm gonna tell you something you probably don't know, dude, because you're a huge fan of the Buffalo Bills, right? I know right, that for a fact. Right. You, you grew up. You're in Buffalo now. I, I think you still yep. stay in that area. Um, so the the Jim Kelly Thurman Thomas team, uh-huh. uh, who, who that was your squad growing up, right? Right. So I grew up playing Pop Warner. I don't know if you played. Did you play any sports as a kid? Uh, not football, but I played other stuff. I played basketball okay. and soccer and a few other things. So. Okay, so this is a funny thing. You're you're probably gonna get a kick out of this because I'm sorry, people who are listening. We're going on sports now, but this is just how shit works. <laughs> now, so, uh, okay, so I'm, I grew up a big dolphin. I'm a dolphin fan. Through there, nothing can ever change that. I grew up on Dan Marino. He was my fucking hero. But if you remember those teams, mm-hmm. Dan Marino never had a good running back. Never. I grew up playing that position. I was a tailback all my okay. life, right? Throughout from Pop Warner to to fucking high school i was a tailback because i had no good tailback on my team thurman thomas was someone that i grew up loving trying to imitate trying to be like oh, nice. everyone on dallas and in emmett smith but you remember thurman thomas the oh, yeah. buffalo bills back oh yeah yeah he was one of my biggest heroes as a kid too i, I couldn't love the bills because all that love went to my dolphins right but i had a little bit of space in my heart for Thurman Thomas I just thought as a Bill fan you might get a kick out of that yeah you know? he was he was great because he was um I mean that era for me was you know that was the early 90s so I was uh basically you know pre-teen teenager um but he was great because he was kind of the early hybrid running back where he was a pass catcher and he would block for passing plays he would run like he could run inside outside so he kind of was he, one of the early see, adopters of that position. Exactly, because we didn't see anything like that prior. And I think the next thing that comes closer started coming into that age after Thurman Thomas is when we got our Marshall Fall. Right, right. And so on his fourth. Yeah, because that's that's pretty much what he was. If people who haven't been watching football that long, you remember um, a Marshall Fall. That's who Thurman Thomas was on the Bills. He was fucking great, dude. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was one of my heroes growing up. Just I had to throw in, no, throw that, fine. give that as a Buffalo Bills fan. So, yeah, yeah. Dude, but still. Well, that's that's the good thing all. about um, coming on the show is good for you because it doesn't have to stay on a linear focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I'm all over the fucking place. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you were talking about uh, your kid watching movies. Now, what else did you guys watch? All right, uh, we could hit a few more here um, oh. before we wrap up. So. How about, have you ever seen the movie Slapshot, the comedy hockey movie? I have not. Okay. No. Um, I don't know if you're a big hockey fan. Or if you you know a lot of Is that the one with with Stifler? Uh, No, no, no. This is like old from 78, I think. 76 maybe. Uh, It's with Paul Newman is the the star of it. That's from like 78. Uh, might not work for you because it's uh, being a hockey comedy. There's a lot of hockey jokes in it, but um, you know, and, and Buffalo hockey is big here too. So I always grew up a hockey fan, and this was like one of those movies we grew up watching. What shit? And uh, so the, here's the funny thing: this movie is is extremely dirty. Um, anyone that's seen it will know it's it's super <laughs> profane, um, really offensive. Uh, a lot of sexual stuff. A lot of like. Um, 
uh, you know, gay stuff, like, or, uh, you know, homophobic type jokes and whatever. Hold on, gay stuff. Wait, wait, right? No, 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 not doing gay stuff as more as... As more Aww, as uh, making, now I don't making want, gay now, jokes. Now I don't want to watch it. Now I don't want to watch it, Paul. Now that you took that away from me, I don't want to watch it. No, no, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, they don't do gay stuff with each other. They insult people for being gay. So, you lost me. You lost um, me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny because you know I grew up loving this movie and and thinking it was like one of the greatest comedies, and then I rewatched it uh, with my my son and daughter. Look, my kids are older. And uh, I was going, man, I probably shouldn't have been watching this when I was a fucking kid. <laughs> some bad shit in this, like, just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they're they're dropping faggot and queer and, like, a cocksucker and, like, but, like, oh, my God, it's, I mean, they say fuck every other word in the movie. It's, it's ridiculously profane. I mean, does it hold up? Yes, except that the homophobic stuff is like a little bit yeah. excessive in it so like i, I, can, I can imagine as, the 70s, as, a, as a face failure you're like eh, it's a little bit too offensive but like when you put yourself in that time period or you know if you're just a piece of shit yeah. like me that laughs at offensive stuff then you would think like it's us. great like yeah, yeah 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 absolutely so, dude absolutely i mean i could definitely see people being super offended by it but I I find it hilarious, but I'm I'm garbage. So, so that would have been like the the Mighty Ducks of their time, except if Disney didn't know Mighty Ducks. If like someone like Playboy or not even like Hustler magazine owned the rights to the Slapshot movie, that's pretty much what you're watching, right, with your kids? Yeah. Well, the the story is um, just you know a, a brief uh, synopsis is like it's oh, sir, it's a sir. like a super minor league hockey team that is uh you know it's it's basically an amateur team where they're barely getting paid and uh, it's a lot of like old washed up guys with like young guys Ooh, that are on their like, way up like the movie bull durham yeah and so then they, you know everyone is like real shitty and they're just they're very like jock like they they talk a lot of shit they talk a lot of sexual stuff there's a lot of drinking and like um you know excessive comedy with like the hockey violence and stuff like you know people fighting and getting smashed on the rink and stuff so um it's it's um it's definitely all of an r-rated movie <laughs> an r-rated comedy from the 70s dude. yeah and my, my, how'd your kids how'd, how'd um, they feel about it they they liked it uh the one thing i'll say is it's too long like it's two hours for a comedy movie is like too oh. much yeah. Uh, but they kind of padded it out to like it's it's sort of this drama with the comedy type of thing, because they they tell a lot of story and like it takes a while to develop the whole thing and the the humor is there throughout but it just sort of feels like a slog because it's too long for a comedy. Um, but but they enjoyed it though. Like there's there's definitely the funny parts of it that they laughed at. So they got it then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, good. Dude. Our, that's fucking cool. Our uh, our favorite joke is uh, from it is um, so, <laughs> one of the super offensive um, homophobic jokes is uh, well Paul Paul Newman hooks up with this chick that is sort of uh, friends with benefits that lives out of town somewhere so one of his like road hookups yes. and so he hooks up with her and she's actually married to a guy from a rival team and so she's telling him how she split up with him. 
because he he freaked out and he like beat her up and she ended up in the hospital or whatever when he was drunk and he's like oh god that's terrible and he's like well what happened he said uh you know he found out that um that i was sleeping with another woman and he lost his mind and he's like oh my god he's like you know i can't believe that he did that and he goes yeah for some reason he said that if i was a dyke then that made him a fag and he couldn't handle that. <laughs> and they actually say it like that? Well, yeah. I, I bet they did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, ever since I was a kid, I thought that was hilarious because it makes, it's more, it's more hilarious because it just makes no sense at all. It's just completely absurd. When Hanrahan found out about it, he went crazy. He, he said, if I was a dyke, that made him a queer he started slapping me around. I ended up in the hospital. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm on the lamb. I'm hiding out. What did you say to him? I told him his wife was a dyke. No. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus Christ. No wonder he flipped his leg. Anybody call my old lady a dyke, I'd go fucking bananas. His wife is a dyke. Jesus Christ. Poor fucking guy. Does that make him a fag? Fuck him. Hanrahan's an ape. I knew it pissed the shit out of him. But she's a fantastic gal. I mean, fantastic. I knew it would drive him berserker. <laughs> Nail him, coach. Nail him, mate. The fucking head. Nail him, mate. It's mine. He's tied. He deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's super offensive and rude, but. But it's funny, dude. It's, it's so stupid, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's stupid. Doesn't make sense, but it's fucking funny, yeah. dude. Yeah, and then it the comes guy, up it again later. Like the guys so. need a reason. Yeah, it's like he needed a reason to beat up on her, and that one that doesn't make sense was perfect enough for him. Yeah. See, see, that is something I can watch right there. Even though it's from the 70s, I don't really watch movies from way back then. There's sure. only a few, especially my monster movies and shit like that. But that's something I'm willing to give a shot to, of mm-hmm. course, too. Now, yeah, now the, I, the hockey see, jokes might not fully land with you because you don't follow hockey, but um, that's, you know, it's, it's a violent sports kind of movie, so it might work for you. Hey. Hey, uh, fucking, I ain't no shit about golf, and I still enjoy the Happy Gilmore. Sure, which sure. Has some moments in it, so yeah, that, that's true. That, that sounds like something right up my alley, dude. That I, I could definitely give a shot. I can. That's something I can fuck with. Right, you know, right. Not just because of all the gay stuff, just because it sounds like this <laughs> <a> movie. <laughs> so, I know that's where you fuckers going with it. So yeah, I mean, I would say it, it it holds up, other than it's it's dated in that style of comedy where you know we've kind of moved on and we don't do that so much anymore, but. It's fine. It's whatever to me. I mean, it's yeah. it's a period of uh, or it's a, a it's a product of its time period, I should say. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Dude. All right. Sure. So, how about uh, this is one that I'm sure that you've seen. How about the original Terminator? Oh yeah, dude. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, when do you know when the last time you actually saw it was? I saw that maybe. Last time, I want to say at least three, four years ago. Not too long ago. Okay. Not like back. Yeah. So not too, not too long ago. So it's still kind of. Sure, I remember sure. it. Plus, I watched it a shitload of times as a kid. So yeah, yeah. That helps. Yeah. So this this was one that um, it it kind of fell into that category of um, um, having trouble holding up later on, or like say you didn't see it when you were younger, that you would be like, I don't get the fuss about it. Um, only because just the, I mean, the effects and stuff are just not great in it for the time they no. were, they were fine, but, um, it, it's just like uh, part of it just didn't, 
hold up effects wise, but to me, like the the story is great. Like the structure of the movie and the story is, is totally fine, and um, all the characters and the actors and stuff are great for it. But yeah, uh, te- technically, it didn't hold up as well for me, and I was like, oh god, I used to think this was <laughs> that this was like shit, but. Yeah, this this is a movie that made me and my friends scared the, of of killer robots basically yeah. back in the day, dude. Yeah, so yeah, you're right, dude. That cool factor is always there. That holy shit, this can happen. Right, it, it right. gives you the the little a little uh, picture of the future that might happen or it could happen if this and this and that might happen. You right, know, if right. goes down certain ways. So yeah, that's always in the back of your mind, shit like that. But you're right, rewatching it, and and especially after you've seen T two. Because after you've seen sure. T2, you can't go back and enjoy this movie the same as a kid because it takes all the killer robot elements away. I mean, we get to T-1000 and Terminator 2, but right. it was Arnold that, that fucking scared me as a kid watching oh, that yeah, movie. Yeah. Well, he, Terminator he felt 2, more human, too. It, there, there it is right there, dude. Exactly. Where if my son, who saw Terminator 2 first, could not feel any type of way for the first Terminator like he probably thought it was a little bit more corny it's not as cool as Terminator 2 it's not I think that right. was my mistake in showing him Terminator 2 first which just happened to be on and where we were watching and my wife and I he just sat down and watched it with us and he fucking enjoyed it and where's the rest of them like here's Terminator 1 and he couldn't like well no it's not as good as that cause he's sure. like a good guy here and so that's what you, I took away from watching something like that again dude where the since we had the part 2 come out it takes away all the experience you have from the first time you watched that first Terminator as a kid yeah. and it's not the same watching it as a dog dude I'm right there with you with that dude especially that movie there yeah and I mean I still love it but it definitely isn't as impressive as when I was younger but the, yeah, and you know, Reese the, is still a badass. Right. Yeah, Reese is still a badass. No matter when you watch it, he's still one of my favorite parts of that movie, dude. Well, you know, the, the you know some of these movies, like, I know you said you didn't fully see E.T., but stuff like Gremlins, even, or... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, even some stuff in other movies from that time period really holds up well, I think, at least, you know, practically. But, um, you know, they, they it's still an awesome movie either way. I yeah. still love it, but it, it definitely helps to have that nostalgic attachment, like you said, if your your son <laughs> maybe didn't like it as much. Um, I don't know. I think my son saw it a couple times, and I think we only watched T2 once, but uh, for some reason, he really, like, I, I don't know if it's because we watched it first or whatever, but he kind of clung on to the first one that he likes that one better. Uh-huh. He, there so you go. He's got, like, a giant... Yeah. Uh, movie poster of it in his room and shit. So. <laughs> reminds us, reminds us of us when we were kids, Paul. Yeah, about yep. that. Well, I have a That's giant like, Halloween poster was, in my living room, yeah. so. Well, there you go. Now, was that easy to come by? That Terminator poster. Uh, we got it at a con. It was like one of those. Uh, of course, of course. One of those guys that they sell kind of like the bootleg prints and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's all you're gonna get nowadays, Paul. Unless you want to pay an obscene amount of money on eBay, right? With actually a stamp date and all that shit on it, which is cool if it's something you fucking want. I understand, but right, right, nah, dude. Yeah, for some of your kid, he just enjoyed it and he fucking yeah. It was cool. like it was like twenty bucks or something. So yeah, oh dude, look at that. See, that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. No, yeah. I have a bunch that's of bootleg cool. ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got money for that real shit. Do you have? Do you? Do you ever buy? You ever bother getting the leg one signed or anything like that? Have you ever took it that far? Uh, not any movie posters. I got like a couple of Blu-rays or whatever DVDs signed by 
liked a couple people from movies, but um, for the most part, I I don't fuck with it too much just because it's not to me. It's not worth like spending the money just to have the privilege of meeting them. I guess. Yeah, I get you. you know, dude. I so, get that. Yeah, for sure, for sure, dude. Um, if if I could just go up to them and be like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you. I like your shit or whatever," and then like, you know, walk away after two minutes, then that's fine. But that's fine. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily pay like 50 bucks just to have him touch something that I own. <laughs> so. Or take an awkward picture next to you. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, you don't want Well, to if anything, that. I'd rather do the picture than have something signed. Um, I did get uh, the, I have this big poster that was like a limited edition poster that, um, so the guy that plays Jason in Friday the 13th Part 4, which is my favorite one, uh, oh, the, yeah. the actor's name is Ted White. And uh, he's just this like super old guy now that barely does cons anymore. But he was at a local one uh, a few years ago, and I, I bought this limited edition print that he had with uh, it's like partially artwork and partially uh, pictures from the movie. Oh shit! And then he like signed it and stuff, and then took a picture with me. But that was more of a like a, a special thing, you know, where it's like someone oh, yeah. that I really cared oh, yeah. about. So, well, real quick, Friday Thirteenth Part Four is that. Young Tommy or old Tommy? Uh, that's Corey Feldman Tommy. That's ah, the, the first dude, Tommy. Okay. So. My favorite Friday Thirteenth, also, dude. Yeah. Hey, I'm right there with you. I love that when he's out. Die, die. Yeah, dude. Come on. How can you not love that fucking? I'll right. always remember. That. And that's another movie I haven't seen in years. But I always remember that fucking scene. It got me as a kid, dude. Come oh, on. Yeah, that one's good. It's it, you know I'm gonna tell you one thing, and you, you promise not to laugh. Okay. One of the posters I had in my room hanging up. Was this little fucking movie called Little Shop of Horrors? Do you remember that? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that a bunch of times as a kid. Dude, as a kid. Now, have you rewatched it though, Paul? No, I, I haven't. I've actually wanted to, um, yeah. and it didn't come up on any of like the streaming services, so I haven't gone out of my way to look for it necessarily. Um, I used to love what? it though. The one with Steve Martin as the dentist, right? And Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There, it's as a kid, I'm right there with you. I loved it, dude. I thought it was. Hilarious! It, mm-hmm. it, it was uh, what they there's a lot of singing in it. This is one of those movies. Steve Martin kills in that. Uh, sure. So does uh, Rick Moranis. The effects I remember of the fucking plant monster being fucking awesome. But on rewatch, Paul, <laughs> it does not work the same, dude. No. And I've, I've been bringing it up because I found it in uh, my in laws' garage. They had a, v, a couple boxes of VHS, and I said, "Huh, a little shop of fucking horrors? No fucking way." And, you know, I got a VCR DVD thing in my kids' room that they used to fuck with when they were kids, kids, like babies. Okay. But now you know, it still works good. And I'm like, let me fucking try to watch this shit. It's been years. You're right. It's nothing. It's not streaming anywhere, dude. We can't We can't find that movie anywhere unless you got a fucking uh, fire stick, which I find has that movie. Anyways, that's neither <laughs> here or there. So I we watched it. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, my wife looked at me. She's never saw the movie. She's like this is corny and i'm like this was was one of my favorites as a kid don't 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 you better watch your mouth you watch your mouth now but you know she she was right dude watching it again as an adult it does not hold up the funny still gets me some of the funny still gets me but it's (laughs) it's not a great movie by any stretch of imagination not not as i remember as a kid and i wish i never fucking saw it dude i wish i just held on to the memory as a kid and just loved it for what it was now i got this fucking every time i bring it up my wife's like remember that corny movie you try to make me watch I'm like 
Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll just leave that one be then instead of uh, yeah, yeah. watching it. You know the the, the tough thing too is like um, as my kid is getting older, like I've kind of missed the boat on watching some of these more juvenile movies with him. Oh yeah, dude. Because yeah. like now, I mean, he's only he's gonna be like twelve in a few months, um, but he's watching such advanced, you know, R-rated horror movies and stuff now that if I put on something like that he's gonna be like what the fuck is this like the motherfucking guy's singing and shit like <laughs> you know where's the tits and the fucking yeah <laughs> and the machetes yeah, he's, he's ready for all that good shit yeah no like <laughs> have you seen gremlins one keep him away from gremlins two unless he wants to watch it on his own like okay well okay. it's on you man. you watch it i'm not sitting down watching it with you i actually really like that movie not as much as the first gremlin okay. of course but i thought it was fun right but a lot of people talk shit about it but yeah, I wouldn't do that to my son now where he's seen the second Gremlin. He's used to a funny. I wouldn't show him the first one because it would take that away from him. Sure. It's a whole different movie, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. It's funny how everything fucking works out. Oh, yeah. Give me whatever you got. Let's go. All right. So uh, let's see. We'll do one more of my childhood movies growing up. Commando, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Yes. It's, it's like the <laughs> it's, it's sort of like yes. Predator with no Predator. Yes, is just it, when they kidnap his daughter, who, uh, yeah, Alyssa, yeah, Milano, Alyssa Milano. Biggest crush on, yes. Uh, that one. Please stop. And I yeah. also had uh, Stand By Me. Oh, let's do both. We okay. have to fucking do both of those. Okay, well, Commando is sure. pretty simple. Like, that one, it's uh, it, it holds up just as being like a schlocky action movie. There you go. There you go. Um, it's super fun, but, I mean, it's all, like, ridiculously unbelievable. Uh, you know, it has a lot of... <laughs> it has a lot of that... that uh, like he'll take a machine gun, hold it with one arm against his hip. He just is spraying bullets, waving the gun back and forth, and then all the guys like do the they jump backwards like when they got shot, like they're they're lifted into the air and propelled backwards. Uh, yeah, you know, dude. a lot of that type of shit, like crazy explosions. He like rips the whole phone booth out of the ground and like throws it. Um, oh, he's not scared to show his muscles, his muscles in this movie. Right, well, right. He fucking no, no. But he hangs that guy from the Warriors over the cliff and then drops him. <laughs> but you're missing the most, best, the best things about the movie, Paul. What's that? The one-liner. The oh, one-liner. Right, Come right. on. When they're on the plane and he snaps the dude's neck and the the the, the fucking lady comes by the steward yeah. and oh, he must be uh, tired. You could say he's. What he say? Oh yes, my friend is dead. Tired. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> Still work. It still fucking gets me, dude. Have some beers in Valverde Matrix. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. In carrying luggage. Just him. Excuse me. How long is the flight? We land in Valverde in exactly eleven hours. Thank you. And do me a favor. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Loyalty is very touching. But it is not the most important thing in your life right now. But what is important is gravity. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you dead. I lied. You're scared, motherfucker? Well, you should be. Because this green beret is going to kick your big ass. I eat green berets for breakfast. And right now I'm very hungry. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's when they really like started to pour it on in that one too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but back that was their model back in sure. the eighties. Oh, that's what they did. That's oh, what yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, that yeah. one's a great one. I mean, it it I I could say it it holds up because we didn't believe that it was real back in the day, and it's obviously not <laughs> believable now. So. No, but, but uh, it's but you're it's right. Awesome. Dude, I'm right with you. You watch that movie again today. It still fucking holds up. It's still the same action movie you remember. You still get the funny part. Sure. Like, you're calling it, dude. Some of the parts, you know they couldn't happen back then. And you're going to look at it the same way. But you're still going to fucking enjoy this movie. Right, I'm right. right there with you, dude. Um, yeah, that one's awesome. Uh, I have this <laughs> I have this three-pack. I'm a big Arnold fan. So I have this three-pack Blu-ray that's uh, Commando, Predator, and Terminator. Oh. And so, like, me and... and and Cal have watched those like a, a couple, like two or three times each since I bought it a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, okay. So he actually loved this. You're a 12 year old, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he actually, did he, how do how you feel about commando? Um, he likes that one. He likes all of them. Um, no, he doesn't have go. any, any issues with them, you know, other than just, you know, like we laugh about the, the over the top, uh, <laughs> uh stuff in commando, especially, <laughs> Um, that one's the the least uh, believable acting in it because they're you know it's that spraying bullets and the guys jumping backwards and oh yeah oh yeah you know oh, yeah. crazy reaction to things but um, but yeah no he loves all of them he's a big Arnold fan he's got a, a few of the the uh, Dutch Schaefer figures from Predator and oh, shit so there you, go. there you go so he's following in your footsteps he's collecting the figures. Yeah. Has he dabbled in toy photography yet? Have you shown no, him? I mean, he did when he was, like, real little, and then he doesn't do it anymore, but he'll go with me and, like, light fireworks and shit and, like... Oh, there you go. And do that kind of stuff with me, so just kind of, like, be there to be an extra set of hands, so... <laughs> Always helps. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we're we're big uh, on Arnold in this household. He's our guy. Yeah, and uh, Commando's one, if you think about now, it doesn't get a lot of love. Like it did back in the day, or even back no, then, it wasn't no. one. Of, after you got Predator and, and the Terminator series, that kind of left in the back. But it's probably one of my favorite Arnold movies, dude. Mm-hmm. Commando is the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I, 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 uh, I always seem to watch that one quite frequently. Yeah, more yeah. so than other ones. That one and The Running Man, I used to watch all the time too. Oh yeah, dude, but The Running uh, Man. All right, so what's uh, um, on Stand By Me? Uh, have Here you, we go. Have you rewatched that one? Yeah, recently? dude. Stand by me. Okay. It's something because I actually own the the Stephen King book, the the Stephen King book Four Seasons. Okay. That's uh, the name of that story, and it's called The Body. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, um, yes, I haven't read it, but I know and, of it. Okay, and that's something you know I read. My wife has read because of Stand by Me, and so have my kids. Up, uh, yeah, even Xavier, my youngest, has already. Well, okay. I say youngest, but he's a junior in high school. So he's read that story himself, too. Okay. And that's because we love Stand By Me. It's a movie, Paul, that we can put on Friday fucking night in now. And we'll enjoy it as much as we did when we watched it for the first time. Or had them watch it for the first time three years ago or seven sure, years sure. ago. Or ten years ago as my oldest kid's case. Um, to me, it's a movie that still fucking holds holds up. Everything I loved about that movie, okay. I still love rewatching it again. Yeah, okay. How you feeling about it, dude? Um, all right, this one's funny because, uh, <laughs> you know, growing up, uh, I think I liked it, but I didn't like love it, love it. Like oh. it, it was, 
it was so serious and like there was enough moments of levity and and stuff like you know we watched it and i liked it a lot but it wasn't one of those like this is my favorite movie kind of thing oh, um, i loved it so i had the opportunity to see it in uh, like this little flea bag movie theater here that plays old movies sometimes oh, shit. nice uh so it was like a, maybe two years ago that they had it so I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I haven't seen it. I had nothing else to do. Like, the tickets are literally, like, $3. So I'm Holy like, I'll shit. just go watch it, you know? And, uh, um, yeah, it's one of those, like, they have, like, the old-ass seats that don't even have cup holders. <laughs> They're made for people that were, like, five foot six because your knees don't yeah, fit yeah. in between them. Oh, like, <sighs> oh, it's horrible. It's and, horrible. Yeah, but it's still, it's three bucks to see a movie on a big screen, so whatever. Uh, so yeah, I went to go check it out and I was like blown away at how powerful and impactful it was. So you, dude. not yes. only did it hold up, it like, it, it became yes. better for me. And I think oh, that my God. there's so many heavy themes that, you know, cause the whole theme is like what you were as a kid through the eyes of a now grown up adult. And so as just being the kid, like I, I feel like maybe I didn't get it as much. Like I got the part about being the kid, but not... The, the overarching theme of being through the adult's eyes, you know? Yeah, and dude. So then being an adult that was grown up and had my own kids and was like, oh shit, I'm Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> You're fucking asking me why. That is fucking hilarious. See, this is funny because as, you know, I'm telling my experience as a kid, this is the movie, Paul, that made me and my friends want to go out and have adventures. And okay. maybe we'll find – we don't want to find a dead body, but maybe we'll find something else. Mm -hmm. This is a movie like you get for your closest buds. You're, you're supposed to stay at this guy's house, but you end up camping in the woods or in the hills or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. You get your – you get, you get, you know, lighter. You stay safe, but you, this is a movie that made me want to do those kind of things. Because yeah. I didn't read the, the, the actual um, – um, book or the the story in the book till i was maybe in the seventh or eighth grade which is like middle okay. school um but i see i seen the movie early as a kid dude i seen it i remember seeing it i didn't see it in theaters sure i remember watching it on tv first and then my uncle bringing the vhs copy and here's everything you didn't see on tv kind of thing I'm like holy shit it changed everything for me dude and re-watching it like i brought up not too long ago it's the same fucking feelings except now you're right i'm the richard dreyfus character i'm like <laughs> no my kids you're not going to I'm dropping you off. Wherever you're staying, I'm dropping you off. There's no camping around here. None of that shit. You ain't looking for dead bodies. But it was complete <laughs> opposite. Dude, yeah. This is the movie that made me want to go have adventure, bro. And I'll always love it for that. Still love it to this day. But I'm fucking... Dude, you got to see it in theater. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah, I know that was... I a mean, it was, it was a decent theater. <laughs> uh, but, but watching the movie itself. So here's the, the funny thing is like... Um, Obviously, being such a, a, a heavy movie, I was yeah, dude. I was like so affected by it. I was like, I was literally like left there, feeling depressed and like I think I went and cried in my car for a little while oh. before I wrote. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he gonna go, he gonna go cry in the car. <laughs> like, oh damn, they know oh, I'm gonna cry. Oh, but look at this is the thing. Was it? I know it's because of the Chambers character, but is it because you know in real life? river phoenix died Did that have some kind of an impact uh not so much i think just more the the story the of story like, is well, yeah because oh, like okay. i mean well i have i have like f a couple people that were friends that died but not like childhood friends but i have like child oh. childhood friends that 
might as well be dead because they just, you know, whatever we grew up and went different directions, I never saw them again, so I have no idea kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I hear you, dude. Um, so it was kind of that 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 effect. But so I was so affected, I, I went home, right, and I, I bought the Blu-ray of it on eBay like the next day. Yes, I was yes. like, I need to get this because I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to show my kid. And then I remembered like how sad it made me feel, and so I didn't. I haven't watched it again since. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you is, own it, though. You I still, still got the plastic it. on it, I think. Oh, dude, you have to. If your kids have not seen that, you have to show them that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. Yeah. It's yeah. like you, you, you're, you're gonna appreciate it now, but oh, yeah. I think they're at the right age. They're at the right age where you can see how much they'll appreciate something like this. Right. The story's fucking simple, dude. They go, they try to find this kid, someone they knew and heard about this terrible thing happened to them, mm-hmm. and they're gonna try to go find them. They want to be the heroes. Who, who, who doesn't want to be the heroes, dude? As sure. kids. You lose, Gordy. <laughs> Gordy loses. Oh, Gordy just screwed the pooch. But you see it as an adult, you're like, fuck, they 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 did some dangerous shit. The whole train scene? Come on, man. Yeah. You know? Even though you know what happens, your fucking heart's still racing, dude. Still racing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's we used, that movie, we used they, to cross this train bridge all the time over top of a canal where there was, like, barely a thing on either side. So we'd always, like, think of that. We'd be like, fuck, we got to run across where the train comes. Like, we'd be all scared. <laughs> it definitely wasn't as long as the one in the movie, but... No, but you know, too, like, I've had, you had the one fucking friend, the one motherfucker who was too scared to stand up and would crawl like the kid in the movie, dude. You know, <laughs> you know, right. that fucker, yeah. The one Vern. Two, for me, it was like, yeah, it was one of my cousins, and I'm like, God damn it, dude, you're not gonna, you can't die falling for, it's like 10, 12 feet. Come on, get your ass up, let's walk around right. this motherfucker. Vern, you were so scared, you looked like that fat guy, Abby Costello, when he saw the mummy. I wasn't that scared. No, really, I wasn't. Sincerely. Okay, then you won't mind if we check the seat of your jockeys for Hershey Sports, will you? Oh, screw me. Vern, you better turn yours over. This is the way I like to do it. Fine. Aw, man! Come on, no, man, you got any more, Gordy? (laughs) Sorry, Vern. (laughs) It's not funny. What am I supposed to eat? Why'd you cook your dick? (laughs) Be a small meal. Guys, I got it. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, that movie it's touching in so many ways. And yeah, dude, I've watched it. I seen it this past. It's funny. I want to say this year. Now we're in 2018. I seen it recently. Yeah, I want to say summer, summer 2017, dude. I, we saw it, dude. And right. it's, it's not a movie I own. I have the VHS. I think still put away somewhere. Nice. But I don't own the. Blu- <laughs> I didn't know they had it on Blu-ray. Now that I know they have it on Blu-ray, Paul. I'm gonna fucking hunt it down, dude. Yeah, I think I there's a, a couple different editions of it, but I found one that was reasonably priced for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's not like the Blu-ray's gonna. There's not special effects where it's gonna. It's just something I need to own in that, and in, in, in Blu-ray form. You yeah. know? Well, it's, some of them they they remaster them and make them, you know, more more clear, better picture and stuff. Um, Holy so that, shit, you're rocking my world right now, dude. Don't tell me that shit now. <clears throat> I'm not sure which oh, one I bought, actually, because I haven't watched it yet. So, 
Plus, my TV kind of sucks. So, <laughs> talking about it, do you really you want to watch it again, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, there it is, dude. <laughs> now, when you saw it in theater, you're you're doing it by yourself, or did you go to your girlfriend? Or? Uh, no, I went by myself. So I go uh, to a lot of movies by myself. Oh man, was there a lot of people watching it that night? I gotta ask. Uh, I can't remember what the turnout was. It's never very big at this place. Um, it's it's a fairly decent size one but i'd say it never is even like half full when they do them okay but it's okay. like uh it's like a thursday night or something so it's like what else are they gonna do anyways if there's no concerts yeah, I, or anything because they do like concerts and shit there too so i'd love the fact that i mean it, it touched you in that kind of way dude yeah, i don't know if yeah. you're fucking but if you i mean come on dude if you if it brought tears to your eyes that fucking meant something oh it's yeah, a, yeah. You, a sad fucking story yeah it's a sad fucking story if you look beyond the adventure look at what they're going to find right. another dead kid and then what happened to them and in, in, in their lives it's sure. fucking sad dude but still one of my favorite movies to this day i love it oh yeah yeah, yeah you have to have you have to watch that with your kids you have to yeah yeah, no, yeah. that's a good one i i uh i think i gave it a 10 out of 10 when i rated it after i watched it <laughs> yeah dude I'm fucking glad you brought that. Now, see, I'm actually writing it down to make sure I look for it on Blu-ray now. <laughs> hey, stand by me. There you go. All it's right. one of those king stories that just can't go away, dude. One of my favorites, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad I, uh, I had a couple that uh, either inspired you to try and watch them or sure. to find them or whatever. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, good. Well... Uh, I think why don't we wrap this up here and uh, there we go. Yeah. I uh, first, uh, you know, let me just uh, thank you for being the the first guest on the <laughs> uh, the rotating guest seat show here. Um, I'm definitely have on. to have you come back and uh, do oh, some in the sure. future. Anytime, dude. It's but you know, it'll probably after I, after I watch you, uh, ET. Like I said, we'll fucking I'll tell you my experience with that, there and uh, I want to hear you. Talk about rewatching or watching Stand By Me with your kids, dude. Right. That'd be fucking dope. I can't wait for that to happen. I know you, you don't want to do it because it's going to make you sad again. But <laughs> it's stuff you got to experience with them. They have to see that movie, dude. They have to. Yeah. But I, I was honored. Honored to do anything you do yeah, me for, Paul. I'm right here, dude. We've been friends for, for years now, bro. Sure. And sure. you know, you can whatever you need to meet, I'm right there, brother. Definitely. Always. You know? Uh, yeah, so I will... Um... I'll put your, um, you know, your Instagram name and whatever in the, uh, in the intro and in the, the show sure. link. But if you want to tell everyone just where, uh, where we can find you at or what you're up to. I mean, if, if anyone, if you're a fan of toy photography, uh, I, I'm one of the guys that are heavy into the comic book side of things. I've, I'm a comic book fiend. I've actually had a podcast called Serious Nerd Shit about comic books, which is in hiatus now. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. And you can find that on a raw, live, unedited um, podcasting network. You can also find me on a show called RLU Weekly, is where we break down everything pop culture that happened that week or that's making big news. We even do movie reviews on that some bitch. And like Paul mentioned on Instagram, find me under AO underscore Mr. Big Geek. Can't miss it. Holla at your boy. All right. And <laughs> you can also uh, uh, you can catch the show on both the uh, Legion Podcasts Network and on the Raw Live and Unedited 
podcast network as well. All right, good. Hope you guys enjoyed this, man. Thank you so much, Paul. I fucking enjoy. I enjoyed this conversation with you, like I always do when you show up on our show. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>